Good morning, everyone. It is Friday, July the 31st, 2020. It is currently 10.51 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you from Abilene, Texas. Now, to be very specific, yes, I'm coming to you from Abilene, Texas, but I am coming to you from my couch. Yes, I'm sitting here on my couch, and directly in front of me is my 65-inch 4K ultra-high-def television And guess what I have pulled up ready to hit play on? I have on my screen, ready to hit play, Black is King, a film by Beyonce. Yes, I am here today to talk to you about Black is King, a film by Beyonce. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to tell you everything about it. I'm going to offer my interpretation. I'm going to offer you my critique. I'm going to give you a full review Um, I think this is going to be fun. I think it's going to be interesting. Let me explain how this is going to work, all right? Because um, it it will impact maybe the way this comes across as you're listening. The way this is going to be produced is I'm going to watch this in real time. And I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. Obviously, I'm recording now. This is going to serve as the introduction. Then I'm going to stop recording. Then I'm going to hit play, watch Black is King, and whenever I feel the need to, I'm going to hit pause on Black is King, hit record, pick up the microphone, give you my thoughts, give you my interpretation, give you some some different things to look for, uh, and then um, I'll stop recording, go back, watch some more of of the the film by Beyonce, Black is King, then um, hit pause, pick up the microphone, do some recording again. And then I'm going to put all of that together to, for, to basically create one episode of the Currently On podcast. Now, that means it may be a little disjointed in between sections because this is I'm, I'm really going to be watching in real time. Instead of just watching it and then offering a critique, I want you to hear my reaction more in real time. So obviously I can't play it in the background and then sit here and talk. Uh, because I don't want you to, uh, the sound in the background could possibly uh, create a copyright violation rules. And secondly, um, I, I want to be able to watch without sitting here trying to think about what to say and then then stop and then, then obviously form, you know, uh, create, you know, kind of form what I want to say and then pick up the microphone and hit record. So it may come across a little disjointed, but I think it will provide a more real time feel to my reaction. And um, I think I think you will benefit from that, and I think it will be an interesting listen. So let's let's kind of jump in and get a little background here for our introduction. Black is King is a film by Beyonce. Wow, you, like you didn't know that. Here's what is on my screen right now. This visual album from Beyonce reimagines the lessons of the Lion King for today's young kings and queens in search of their own crowns. Now I got to stop right there. We've got a problem right here. If this visual album reimagines the lessons of the Lion King, I need to be very forthright with you right now. I need to be very transparent. I've never finished the movie, The Lion King. I don't like the movie, The Lion King. To be honest with you, I think the movie, The Lion King I, I I just think it stinks. I don't really like it. I The Lion King is one of those movies that when you start watching it within five minutes, if you don't know how that story is going to end, I'm sorry, then you're 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 lying to yourself. It becomes very obvious how the story is going to end. And I, I don't know. I just it wasn't my thing. If you love The Lion King, more power to you. Not criticizing your favorite movie, all right? Not here to destroy your childhood. I just I'm not a fan of The Lion King. Never have been. I don't I never got the hype. So the fact this visual album is reimagining the lessons of the Lion King, that that's going to be, I just want you to realize the perspective I'm coming from. I don't like, I'm not a fan of the Lion King. So this puts me at a kind of a, an odd position. So that that's going to kind of formulate the way I'm thinking, obviously going into this. Now, maybe the reimagined version of the Lion King, I will like a whole lot better. Maybe I will, maybe I will not. Now, this is obviously a visual album from Beyonce. So what is my history with Beyonce? Well, here's what I I would say. I am definitely not a Beyonce hater by any stretch of the imagination. 
At the same time, I cannot classify myself as necessarily a big Beyonce fan, except for one big exception. All right, Lemonade. I thought Lemonade was at one of the, I think it's one of the albums of the decade. I think Lemonade was an absolutely stunning um, achievement, a beautiful piece of art. She took all of these genres to create this amazing album that all flowed together perfectly. The visual album for Lemonade was absolutely, absolutely stunning. Um, I got nothing but good things to say about Beyonce and Lemonade. I can't say that uh, her other things that she produced that I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to listen to that. I've always taken Beyonce's work as she's talented, um, but I've always just kind of taken it that it's there. But Lemonade blew my mind Um, within minutes of, I mean, I think I made it 15, 20 minutes into Lemonade. And I was like, this is one of the greatest albums of all time. I still will stand by that. I think it deserves to be considered one of the albums of the decade. Beautiful piece of work, beautiful, beautiful piece of art. So I'm a Lemonade fan more than I am a Beyonce fan. But obviously, I, I think that she's beyond talented. I think she's amazing. So I'm very interested to see what she's, what she's done here, what she's done to reimagine the lessons of the Lion King. So I'm interested. I'm obviously approaching it with a, uh-oh, this is connected to the Lion King. So I'm already kind of starting a, a little bit from that perspective, but, but I want you to know exactly where I am coming from. So let's read this again. The visual album from Beyonce reimagines the lessons of the Lion King for today's young kings and queens in search of their own crowns. The voyages of black families throughout time are honored in a tell about a young king's transcendent journey through betrayal, love, and self-identity. Now, this seems to tell this what the way I'm reading this, and I haven't done any research on this because I want to go into this as fair as I can. I don't, I like, I like these, uh, when I, when I do a review like this and a critique like this, I like it to be as organic and as real as possible, not all well produced. And so some people like that. Some people don't, but, uh, this is a voyages of, this is going to be the voyages of black families throughout time. Now, obviously I just need to be very apparent, very transparent with this. I am not black. I am white. So this may be describing experiences and things that I have not experienced. It's coming at a perspective that I may not be able to completely relate to, but that's one of the beautiful things about art is being confronted with different perspectives and different cultures that you are not familiar with so that you can understand that perspective. You can understand, um, what uh, what other uh, the experiences of other people um, from other walks of life and other cultures? That's one of the great things. Not only about music, about art is you. It expands your mind. Realize your experience is not the only experience. Your perspective is not the only perspective. So I am looking forward to seeing how she, you know, to see the voyages of black families throughout time to see how she demonstrates this, what perspective she's going to get, see what I can learn from it, what I, how I need to, you know, to expand my own understanding and expand my own horizon. So Black is King is a film by Beyonce. Beyonce, I can't say that I'm a Beyonce fan. I'm a Lemonade fan, um, but I think she's beyond talented. And I believe she created one of the albums of the decade. And I believe that she deserves all kinds of respect. This is a visual album that reminds the lessons of the Lion King, not a Lion King movie fan by any stretch of the imagination. And I can't even tell you, typically the music that came from the Lion King, I don't even like the songs that came from the movie. So this is really putting me in an awkward position. This uh, film by uh, called Black is King is going to tell us about, uh, going to show us the voyages of black families throughout time. Well, guess what? That is going to be uh, coming from a different perspective, but I'm excited to see it. Um, it is rated TV 14. Um, it's one hour and 25 minutes long. It's under the genre of dance, music, and musical, and it's exclusively streaming on Disney Plus, which I have pulled up. Now, I want to do one other thing here. I have an article here about this that I thought brought up some interesting information that I maybe I realized it, maybe I didn't, but I will uh, at least give this to you so that you'll have a better idea of what we're, we're about to explore and what we're about to uh, 
hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, put it this way. Uh, even if I, I typically, even when I don't like it, I try to find, I try to at least understand it and try to, uh, see what there is to appreciate from it. Maybe I didn't do that with the animated movie, the lion King, but that's okay. So here's what this article says. This comes to us from billboard, the visual album that everyone will be talking about Beyonce black is King. This weekend, Beyonce fans have been gifted a new visual album, Black is King, that serves as a companion to last year's The Lion King, The Gift. Well, I didn't, I didn't have anything to do or nothing to do with uh, that, that gift from last year, The Lion King, The Gift. Uh, it is it's streaming exclusively on Disney+. And while the project is not brimming with previous unheard music from Beyonce, so, okay, so this is not filled with new music. Um, that, maybe you already knew that. That's a little disappointing. I wanted to get some new music, um, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what she does here. I, I, that's all I can do is we're, I'm going to hit play. We're going to see uh, what happens, and we're going to walk through this section by section, and uh, hopefully you will appreciate it. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to grab my remote. I'm going to hit play. Right here. And uh, here we go. We get the whole Disney intro. There we go. Disney. Oh, there we have it. Yes. The Disney castle, the fireworks. And then here we are. Disney. Yes, we get that intro, okay? And then... All right. So it begins with a voice speaking in the background. Um, and we're, we're going to move into the first section. So I will... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start watching and then I will we'll move to... I don't know how typically with a film, this is the, the way I typically, this is a very key element in film analysis. Uh, typically in a film, the opening scene is critical to the interpretation of the movie. I, I'm not even approaching it that way. This is a visual album. It's a musical. Um, if there's, if there are, I don't, I think I'm going to lay aside some of the, the typical film analysis elements and how I uh, look at this. I, I It'll be, I, I don't know. I'm just going to watch it and I don't know what I'm going to be relying on to make my review. So um, we'll, we're going to move on to the next section and we'll see what we discover. Okay, the opening sequence, the opening musical number really borrow, uh, borrows heavily from biblical imagery. If you know the biblical story of Exodus, you have uh, Moses, you have uh, you know the Egyptian Pharaoh passing a rule for the for the Hebrew women uh, to kill uh, their 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 children, um, and um, you have a mother who wants to protect her child, places uh, the child in a, a basket and puts it in the river uh, so that the child hopefully will escape uh, having to be killed, um, and then is rescued, uh, and a woman uh, you know, and, and is rescued. I'm not going to go through the whole biblical story. Is rescued. Uh, well, in this, in uh, Beyonce's film, Black is King, you see a basket uh, floating down a river, I, I, I guess. And then the next thing you see Beyonce holding a baby, I, it, I guess it kind of gives the impression that the baby was, was uh, you know, rescued from the basket uh, like Moses in the book of Exodus. Um, so it's definitely borrowing from that imagery. Um, and it, and just as Moses in a sense was, uh, you know, ultimately destined for something bigger than just, you know, uh, the life that he may have thought he was going to live. He was called for something bigger, something greater, something trans, a, a purpose that was transcendent to this world, a divine purpose. He was going to be used to uh, deliver Israel, to deliver the, uh, the Hebrews from a uh, bondage in Egypt. Uh, well, the idea in this opening number of Black as King is you have the basket with this idea, you know, 
you know, that don't show a child being taken out of the basket, but it's borrowing from this imagery. Then Beyonce is holding the baby and she's singing to the baby that you are destined for something greater. You're, you're destined for, you're, you're destined for something bigger. There's a bigger purpose. There's something bigger. So the same kind of concept is being utilized. So the biblical imagery I think is interesting. Now, there could be things pulled here from The Lion King, the movie, that I'm obviously not going to catch. That's why I wanted to make it very clear that I may miss that connection. So I'm just looking at Black as King as kind of its own thing, because if I try to draw any uh, connection or parallel to The Lion King, I'm going to miss it or misrepresent it. So I definitely can understand the biblical imagery. That's no problem uh, right there. I can definitely understand that. So clearly borrowing from that imagery. uh, And now as we're moving into the next section, the baby is now a little older and, uh, uh, and Beyonce is uh, put placing some paint on the child's face. So uh, clearly it's, uh, it, it looks like this journey is going to focus on this one child and his journey. Um, and there was some, uh, dis- at the opening sequence, there's also this idea that we're all kind of all connected. There's a, there's a connection, there's a balance. Um, so we'll, we'll see how this, uh, how this all uh, goes, uh, moves forward. Um, there's a lie. Uh, there's a uh, right after the kind of the first musical number as it kind of moves, get ready, moves into the second. There's this uh, statement made. I think the statement is, uh, "History is your future." Uh, history is your future, which is an interesting line and and how to in- interpret that. But um, yeah, so what we have so far is heavy biblical imagery of Moses being placed in a basket to escape that what was going to possibly happen here. We have a basket. The next thing you know, Beyonce is holding a child. She's telling this child, you're destined for something greater, something bigger, just as Moses was ultimately destined for something greater and bigger um, because he was going to be used to deliver the people from bondage. So is this child destined for some kind of something bigger to deliver uh, from some kind of bondage? Maybe so. We will have to see how this develops. So that's where we are so far. Let's move on to the next section. Okay, what I thought was moving into a second, the second uh, song, the second musical number, was actually what they did. They took the first, I I pulled up the album uh, for Black is King, um, or The Lion King, The Gift Deluxe. Um, I guess is how what the album is is being referred to. The Lion King, the Gift Deluxe. Um, bigger is how uh, the uh, this starts, and they break basically break bigger up into two parts. Uh, the the first part of bigger shows the the basket and and Beyonce with the baby. Then then it kind of just transitions into the remaining part of bigger. That's the name of the track. Um, and then it shows the child as as, as as more grown up. And then it transitions into the next number, which is Find Your Way Back. Find Your Way Back is, um, I, so far, would be my favorite uh, musical uh, track uh, so far. I think the music is really good. The, the visual aspects of it, I, I have to tell you, I was more, I was more impressed uh, and and I thought more kind of you know like whoa wow uh, to the Lemonade visual album than I am with this so far. But I do like the track. Uh, I do like the track bigger, um, or I, I do like the track Find Your Way Back. Uh, that's what I'm. That's the track I'm referring to. So it looks like so it looks like the Lion King the gift um, is uh, that's the music they're using it from. Remember this wasn't new music. I, the Lion King, the gift was something obviously I did not listen to. Like I told you, I'm, I'm a Lemonade fan. I'm not a Beyonce fan per se. I think she's amazing, but I just don't necessarily explore everything she, she releases and anything connected to the Lion King. Obviously I was going to, I was going to ignore because I don't, I don't really care about the Lion King. So, so it looks like, uh, you know, uh, so it looks like here, what we have here uh, with Black is King, it's basically the Lion King, the gift is using that music, reimagining the Lion King. So we're kind of, I'm kind of getting a better idea of exactly what's going on here. And the track that, the track that they're on right now, I'm at the 13 minute, 14 second mark of Black is King. 
and we're hearing the song Find Your Way Back. I love the song. I really like it. Um, um, I, I may uh, add that to the currently on uh, the currently on uh, the currently on radar playlist that's available on Spotify. I may add that track to it. I really like it. The visuals, like I said, I was more blown away by the visuals for Lemonade than I am with this so far. Um, some, you know, yeah, you, you can draw your own conclusions, what you think about the visuals. Um, and we'll just see, we'll, we'll see how this advances, but I wanted to at least clarify that I thought it was two different musical tracks, but it was really just bigger, um, broken into two parts. The part where that you see the, the imagery from the book of Exodus, the basket, almost giving the impression that the, the child was discovered in the basket. Then Beyonce holds the baby. Then the song kind of stops. There's kind of this spoken transition that moves you into the second part of bigger, where the child is now, or where the child is well now a little bigger. Okay, and of course the theme of that song is about you're 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 destined for something bigger. You're, you're you've got a bigger purpose in your life, which then they transitioned into the second track, which is find your way back, which musically I think is far more interesting, and um, the choreography. Um, yeah, I think there's some interesting choreography here. Um, I won't think there's anything that's like, whoa, I got to go back and look that again. But we'll see. I mean, we're only 13 minutes into it. So I just wanted to clarify that and offer you some of those thoughts. We'll move on to the, we'll continue with this and move on to the next section. Okay, we just got one of my favorite lines from the, the show so far. Life is a set of choices lead or be led astray. Life is a set of choices, lead or be led astray. I really like that. Uh, we have this image of this uh, of the child now, and uh, he's kind of in a setting and, and, and kind of a an, uh, some kind of a city. Um, everything else has kind of been taking out, uh, have been taking place in like a beach, uh, desert. Now he's in like a, a city setting. And uh, well, it's there's a there's a monkey that's like, hey, follow me. And then um, Beyonce states, "Life is a set of choices. Lead or be led astray," um, which is a which is a uh, I, I think an interesting theme. We'll see if that develops uh, further into the visuals here. Uh, the child's following uh, the monkey, and we'll see where it. Well, he's he's being led astray. I think that's clearly the idea here. He's not leading, so we'll see where this goes. Um, and it sounds like that some of the dialogue uh, that's being spoken over the film comes from The Lion King. At least it sounds like it. So, um, again, I think this is a situation you may you may appreciate more of what's going on if you're familiar with The Lion King. And if you're familiar with The Lion King, The Gift, uh, you'll you'll be uh, you'll you'll probably appreciate this more. Someone like me coming along like, hey, I love Beyonce and Lemonade. Oh, she's releasing a new visual album. Let me jump in this. Oh, this has got the whole Lion King thing to it. Now I'm a, I'm I'm somewhat at a disadvantage, but um um my perspective there therefore may be somewhat unique. So so maybe that will be uh will add to this discussion. But um right now I'm watching the child get ready to walk in this uh building. And uh, I'm going to find out where he's being led astray to. And I'll, we'll, we'll see how this develops. Okay, we just had the uh, third track, Don't Jealous Me. Uh, Don't Jealous Me is the third track. I really love the music of it, really love it. The visuals are pretty good, but I'm going to offer kind of an important interpretation here. I know this is Black as King. I understand this is tracing uh, the the lives of, a, of, of you know, the, the journey of, uh, of, of a black individual. So I know I understand it has that kind of racial element to it and kind of maybe what it's trying to, to uh, speak to. But I think there's something really important here at this point. And, and I think maybe this will be the most important point I'm going to make in all of this. There is something that is true of all individuals, regardless of race. All right. Very important. When we consider life, like forget forget your skin color forget forget your skin color forget wherever you are i think this is true of the human experience like there there may be a cultural experience there may be a racial experience there like everyone has their own experience based on certain things but there are some things that are just true of human beings and i want you to really think about this there is there are the things that happen to you 
right? Those things happen to you. You don't have any choice in that. You don't have any choice in where you're born. You don't have any choice in how you're raised. There are things that that are outside of your control. There are things that people will do to you, things things that will happen to you that are beyond your control. That is true of every of every individual, of every background, of every race. But there's a second part of life. So there, when we consider life, we have what happens to us that's beyond our control. And then secondly, we have the choices that we make. We control those choices. Now, you can make choices and then say those choices were are based off what happened to you, Or you can say, what happened to me happened to me, but I can choose to act differently. Like you have to take responsibility for those choices. So there are, there are two, there's two parts of life. What happens to you and what you choose to do. Uh, What happens to you and what you choose to do. And you can choose to act based on everything that happened to you, or you can choose to act and think differently. And I think that that's a, there, that that's kind of hinted at here, uh, you know. Hey, there, there. Are you going to choose to lead, or are you going to choose to be led astray? What are you going to choose to do? Um, and there may be things that happen to you, but that choice, there's still some level of choice you have. There's still some ability for you to make a choice. And um, I think all all people. That's true of all people. You got things that happen to you, and you got choices you make. And we all have to uh, focus on those choices. So I, I, I think that there's a lesson that, that transcends just a, um, a black experience or a white experience or, or experience of an American or experience of someone who lives in a different country. Those, there are unique experiences to that, but there's something that transcends it. And, the trend, and the, what transcends it is the truth that, hey, there's things that happen to you and there's choices you make after and I think that's an important principle here. Um, I'm probably going beyond a little bit of what maybe Beyonce intended, but um, I think I think that's very important. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, there's choices this child is going to make. There's there's things that I think are going to happen to this child, and there's choices this child is going to make. And I think that part is true. And it, it's it's not that's not bound by a racial experience. That is a human experience. All right, let's continue on to the next part of the film. Okay, I'm about 25 minutes into this as of right now, and here's a concept that I I think everyone approaches this concept maybe differently. Uh, Maybe my perspective here is going to be uh, in the minority, and that's okay. The, the, The movie makes kind of a reference. I'm not saying this is a major theme, but it makes this reference to ancestors, to your lineage, to your to your culture, to to the way, you know, like this connection to culture, to ancestors, to to that type of thing. And my perspective is really maybe bizarre on this. I don't when you well when you think of your self identity, here's a question. Do you identify based off your cultural identity, racial identity, your ancestors, family traditions. I maybe because of my the brokenness that was in my family, I don't my I don't find any identity based off my ancestors. I find no identity in my race. I don't I have no none of my identity is really defined by any of those things, not family traditions, not cultural upbringing. I don't find an identity in that. I don't see myself as a part of a certain I don't I don't see myself connected to any ancestors. I don't see myself connected to any traditions. I don't see myself co- connected even to really any cultural identity. I definitely don't even really see myself as connected to any racial identity. I don't even perceive that or see that or connected to that or think that way. My my identity is is who I am based on me, not based on anyone connected with me, no one in my family line. I don't even care about like I don't even care about you know going to ancestor.com and figuring out who my ancestors were. I don't care about the lineage, I don't care who I was related to. None of that matters to me. My existence is me. Me, I am me. I'm not there nothing about me has anything to do with who came before me who, where they were, where they came from, what they did, how they did things. 
I don't care to be connected to any of their traditions, practices. I don't care to know what they were. Maybe that's a maybe that's a weird perspective, but whenever there's discussions about like you know my culture, my up, you know, it's like I, I don't do I have a culture? I don't even know what my culture was. I don't I don't really care what my culture was. I don't care what my family did in the past, my ancestors did in the past. I don't care about their traditions. I don't care about their perspective. That has nothing to do with me. I see myself as my own individual and I'm me. And my identity is my identity. It's not connected to anything else. Um, maybe I, I, if we, we could talk about, I believe in a theological identity, but that gets into a theological discussion. But that I don't, my self identity has nothing to do with my race, my culture, my upbringing, or anything like that. So I, I guess I'm always kind of like when I hear this discussion about our ancestors and, and your lineage and your heritage and your, and all of these things, it, it doesn't, it doesn't ring. It, I, I don't see that. Maybe, maybe you can relate to that more. So I just think it's an interesting perspective that I know there are lots of people who do that. Like their identity is because they're, they're Italian or they're because their, their families came from here or their, or their, their, their heritage or their tradition is because, you know, their, their family came from Mexico. And so they want to bring in some of those same traditions and they want to pass those traditions down. And they want to keep those traditions alive, and they want to they want to maintain their culture, and they want to they want to uh, you know uh, pass on those cultural traditions. I I don't care about any any of my cultural tradition. I don't care about any of that. Like none of that matters to me at all. I don't care to pass any of it on. I don't have. I don't find any. I don't find any self worth from it. I don't find any identity in any of that. So when I hear people speak of that, I'm always like. Why does it even matter? Who cares? Your, 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 your life is your life. But some people find some tr- true value to it. And I think that maybe really impacts your perspective, um, seeing it from that way. So I just think it's interesting. This, this kind of di- brought up a little of that. And my perspective is so radically different. You, you can let me know what you think, but we'll, we'll see if this theme sh- reemerges in the film as we move along. All right. And, uh, I think we're, well, I don't know if they're, well, we'll see. I don't know what uh, musical, uh, I don't know what track we're up to, uh, which uh, song we're up to. Musical number, it's a musical. I guess that's the right way to, to state it. So we will see. We'll, we'll see how this develops. But I, I just wanted to at least throw out that perspective. Okay, I'm at 42 minutes and like 40 seconds into this. And um, one of the major emphasis is on remember who you are, know who you are, your identity, your identity, who you are, who you are, who you are, your identity. And obviously the emphasis, the emphasis here is on this child that he's a king. He's ultimately a king. And they're getting ready to make a, there's going to be a spoken section here. I'm going to play the spoken section. Uh, man, you talk about raise a theological, we could turn this into a major theological discussion. I'll have to save that for my Theology Central podcast uh, but I'm going to play this. Um, there's this, again, emphasis on who you are, who you are, your identity, your identity. Do you, is your identity found in your heritage, your ancestors, your, your past, or is your identity just found, found in who you are? Again, I've already discussed uh, some of my philosophy on this, but this, this is a major theological statement they're getting ready to make here. I'm going to play this. Remember. You can't wear a crown with your head down. I can't say I believe in God and call myself a child of God and then not see myself as a God. That wouldn't make... Whoa, <laughs> that goes fast. Uh, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't see myself as a child of God and not see myself as a God. Well, that, that is by no means the biblical teaching. That is by no means, uh, now that may be some other religion, but that's uh, that's not a theological perspective. The biblical perspective, just so that you know, is very straightforward. We uh, we are we become the children of God, a child of God, by being born again. 
by being adopted into the family of God by salvation. This is the biblical concept. Um, and we are considered a son of God, a child of God by adoption. Now, we, we, may be, we may refer to ourselves as being created by God, as God is our creator, but we don't refer to ourselves as a God. That's a, well, that's a big statement um, that will probably, um, if, if I think it will probably spark a lot of discussion and conversation in some circles. Uh, and the, the child goes on to say, it doesn't make any sense not to see yourself as a God. If you're going to see yourself as a child of God, then you got to see yourself as a God. That is a, that is a, wow. So is your identity that your is your identity based on your heritage? Is your identity based on your race? Is your identity based on the fact that you are a God? You see yourself literally as a God. Well, how, do, how does that work in everyday life? Uh, like that's, that's an interesting uh, change here. So, but, but it's really emphasizing who are you, who are you, who are, who are you? Um, but this is bringing in kind of a theological perspective of who you are. And, and uh, go to a God, that's, yeah, that's uh, interesting. So we'll see if that theme shows back up here in the next section. Okay, the, this, this kind of review and interpretation is kind of taking its own interesting turn, but that's, that's the cool thing about doing it in real time. You don't really know, you don't really know what's going to happen. So, um, where I thought this was going is not where it's going. So, so this is kind of fascinating to me. Uh, they just finished the musical number for Brown Skin Girl. They just completed the song Brown Skin Girl and a song, obviously focusing on celebrating and, 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 and celebrating that you are, you know, you, that you're a brown skinned girl. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Celebrate it, embrace it. It's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But it, it returns to this theme that I'm finding hinted at at times, maybe even explicitly stated over and over. It's about your identity, your identity, your, your identity, identifying with, identifying yourself by a race or identifying yourself by your ancestors, identifying yourself by where you came from. And I just, again, that concept is so foreign to my thinking. Like, I don't identify myself as a white-skinned person. I don't identify myself as where my ancestors came from. And none of that has any bearing on my personhood today. Who I am is who I am. And, and who I am, who you are is beyond a skin color. Who you are has nothing to do with your skin. Your skin color is just your skin. It's just... The skin is just the, the body is just the thing, is the, is the container for who you are. Who you are is not based on a skin color. It's not based on your ancestors. It's not, I don't, I, I don't get, I don't get any of that. Like, I don't, I don't care what the traditions of my ancestors were. I don't feel like any need to keep them alive. I don't feel any need. I'll do, I'll just do what I want to do. Like this thing about self-identity is really, is really weird. And here's an article um, about this that maybe kind of offers an interpretation to what Beyonce is trying to say here. And, and I started seeing this. And so then I thought, well, I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring this article into it. Here's the, uh, what they say, despite its racially charged title, King is not, uh, just for black people. I, I didn't black as King. I guess I didn't really see it as racially charged. Maybe, uh, I, I didn't see it that way. I, I guess I didn't. Again, I don't. I didn't see it from a racial perspective. Black is king. Okay, whatever. All right, but all right. Let's let's see what they they say here. All right. Uh, despite its racially charged title, King is not just for black people. It's also for a society of non-blacks who have been con conditioned to think of people of African descent as being less than, without their own history, and with limited futures. Now, again, I don't, if I was conditioned to think of blacks as less than, I must have missed those lessons. I must have missed that in school. Clearly, I must have miss, missed that lesson from my upbringing because clearly my mom taught me completely different than that. So maybe there are whites conditioned to think of blacks as less than. If so, that's horrible and that needs to be erased and... um so according to them, this is for uh, people who've, uh, who have been con conditioned to think of, pe of people of African descent as being less than, without their own history and with limited futures. 
written and directed by, uh, by Beyonce with various collaborators, Black is King reminds us that Black lives didn't begin in chains. Those came relatively late, but they couldn't erase a rich and complex past in the motherland. History is your future, Beyonce announces towards the beginning. One day you will meet yourself back where you started, but stronger. All right? There's no tangible history lesson in Black is King, but it emphasizes the possibility the possibly that it emphasizes the possible possibly forgotten fact that blacks in Africa were thriving before whites wash up washed up on their shores. All right, now, yeah, I, I I think if that's what it's trying to demonstrate, it's trying to demonstrate the history of blacks prior to whites washing up on their shores. Then then okay, great, that's wonderful. But again, I will argue. What does the history of your ancestors have to say about your present? Does, I mean, whatever happened to you in the past, whatever good happened to your, to your ancestors before whites washed up, washed up on the shore, ultimately in the future, you have to make a choice. You have to choose. And are, is your identity going to be based on based off what your ancestors were before whites washed up on the shore? Is your identity going to be based on what happened after whites washed up washed up on your shore? Or is your identity just going to be based on on, on who you are now? I, I it's just an interesting philosophical, and I know I'm offering probably a controversial perspective. I just don't get the connection with identity. I don't get a connection with ancestors. I don't get a connection, I don't get an issue with connection with tradition. I don't get any of that. I, I'm just I'm me and I'm going to make, and I, I feel like that I have to decide what I'm going to be, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to think and, and not bound by anything beyond that. So I don't, it's an interesting perspective. So is this really trying to demonstrate that what, what, what black lives were prior to slavery, prior to whites, prior to coming to America is this about a reminder of that and that one day is the idea that one day uh, uh, blacks will return to what was before whites washed up on the shore? Maybe so. Um, you, you, can, you can discuss that all you want in regards to what you see in the visuals of this film and the music uh, contained therein. Um, obviously, my perspective is I'm again, and that's one of the things about art is I'm being confronted with a different perspective on life that I don't relate to. I don't relate to this connection. I don't relate to to all of this. Um, like literally, I, I could care less. Like some people do those DNA samples so they can find out what they're made. I don't care what I'm made up of. I don't care. I, none of it matters to me. None of it has any bearing on my 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 perspective today has nothing to do it what I am today is 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 based on choices and decisions and maybe I am influenced by certain psychological things about how I was raised but I'm not bound by those I don't have to follow those I have to go I don't have to go with any way of thinking that was handed down to me um, I don't have to go with the way of thinking that I supposedly have because I'm I was raised in a white culture I don't have to go along with any of that so I don't know it's um I think it's this is a, a, a kind of a philosophical lesson on identity and how one identifies and how one relates to their self identity. All right, well, we'll let this continue and finish this. All right, I'm getting close to the end. I think I got about 20 minutes left, and now we're it's getting very, very clear of this message of of the your African ancestry, your your return to your roots. Uh, this idea emphasized over and over, you're a king, you're a king, you're a king, you're a king, you're royalty. Now, I know this is borrowed from the Lion King, but it seems to be making a, a, a claim that, hey, everyone, view yourself as a king. You're a king, you're royalty. I, I don't know, based off your ancestry, based off, like, it's just seemed like an arbitrary idea. You're a king. Now, are you a king because of your... Uh, is this a theological discussion because you're a son of God that you're ro royalty? Well, if everyone's a king, then how does like how does one view themselves that way? How do you go through life that way? I don't know. It's 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 lots of ideas, not really obviously 
fleshed out in a, in a, in a practical way. But again, so much of this is all about you identifying with your ancestors, identifying with your roots, identifying with your past. Um, and, and, and you, that's, that's your identity. Your identity is connected to your past. Um, and I, obviously my philosophy is your identity is your identity. I, I, it has nothing to do with anything. Uh, I was born on March the 2nd, uh, in 1968, right? I'm dating my age here. Um, and guess what? My identity began then. All right. And, uh, I was raised a certain way with certain ideas, but that doesn't, didn't ultimately define me that become a part of me, but guess those pieces, those, those are things that were added to me. But I, as I get older, I can choose to say, you know what? Oh, don't like that. Nope. going to take that. And, and you kind of shape your own identity. I, 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 I don't get it. Like I, I, I struggled with this even in high school. Like, I, okay, I'm, I'm a part of a high school. Does, why is my identity tied to this high school? Why do I have to cheer for my school? Why do I have to have some kind of pride in my school? Why do I have to, like, I didn't understand any of that nonsense. I, like, my identity is not tied to my high school. I'm not bound to cheer for them or root for them. I don't have to go along with, well, these are the traditions the school goes along. We do this tradition. I don't have to go with any of that tradition. That's the, that's the school's identity. My identity is not tied to that school. I could care less. My identity is not ad- uh, tied to my job or my career. My identity is me. I'm not bound by any of those things. So maybe maybe my philosophical perspective is not the right perspective f- to interpret this type of thing, but I think maybe it offers a very unique way of looking at, at life. So um, yeah, this is all about your identity, your roots, your ancestor, and that somehow your ancestors, and that connects to who you are and your identity in the present. And I... I clearly uh, don't come at it from that philosophical perspective. So we'll let this finish up and see. I don't think the message is going to change much. So I don't know if I'm going to have much more to add at this point. So I may let this play out. Uh, there's some uh, musically. Uh, I like the music. I, I again, I have to say this. I was more impressed and more moved by the visuals of Lemonade than this. Uh, but um, all the, you know, most of the reviews talk about how stunning, how beautiful it is. Um, I mean, there is some interesting uh, visuals. I just don't know how much they... Maybe if you're looking at all of this from this perspective of your ancestors and your identity and, and going back to your African ancestry, maybe maybe that the, the visuals will be more powerful to you. Obviously, they're not speaking to me because I, I have a hard time relating to this perspective. I'm not saying this perspective is wrong. I'm just saying that, hey, my perspective is different, but that's why I view all kinds of art to be confronted with different perspectives and different ideas. And so, um, so there you have it. Let's, let's let this finish. Okay, it has concluded. Black is King, a film by Beyonce. I have watched the entire thing. I don't really have a lot to add to what I have already have said. Clearly, you, you understand my my philosophy at this point. I think the movie makes, it hints at a different perspective to life. It doesn't, it obviously doesn't go with that perspective, but it hints at it. Let me explain. Obviously, the movie is making a very important point about your identifying with your ancestors and that for the black experience, your identity doesn't come from what you know now. You need to find your identity in, in your ancestors and what was, I guess, in Africa before the whites washed up on the shore. And so that you can find, and that in that identity, you see yourself as a king. You see yourself as a queen. And that you are to live out that identity in the here and the now and not be identified or defined by what um, maybe the black experience has been in America or what slavery has done. And I, and I can understand where that perspective is coming from. Again, let me state it. Uh, my, my philosophy is very simple. I don't understand identity being identified with anything other than just you. I, it has nothing to do with what has happened to you in the past, to your ancestors in the past, the good, the bad, none of that really matters. Um, I, 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 I don't, I don't see that. Um, the, the, the movie does make the idea that you're, you're either going to lead or you're going to be led astray. Um, and well, then that's, that's about, that's about personal choices. 
But the movie also makes kind of this idea that we came from God and we're going to return to God. So if you're going to make a theological statement like that, that we came from God and we're going to return to God, that, that's clearly uh, stated or uh, you know, pretty clear in the movie. If that's the case, then wouldn't our identity not be based off our ancestors or based off anything that's happened to us, good or bad? Wouldn't our identity then be in God? Wouldn't my identity be identified with my my con- connection to God? If I came from God and I'm going to return to God, then my identity would be as connected to God. Um, that that would be a theological connection, a theological identity. And of course, the film did not explore that. Um, it seemed to be, uh, and 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 again, I I can't. And this has nothing to do with black or white. I don't understand any race who identifies with something like their 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 ethnic background, their their ancestors. I don't I don't I, that that is a foreign concept to me. It's like something bizarre. And I know it's common, and I know a lot of people do so. And and maybe I, I cannot speak to this in any way, shape, or form dogmatically. But maybe is it possible that for many the black experience they there's something that their identity is connected to maybe the, the 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 evils of slavery and the evils of racism and that somehow has shaped their identity um maybe that's possible um and maybe uh beyonce seemed to be saying the argument is to find your identity in your roots back in africa that's that seems to be the solution is that the s- solution she is promoting my my idea is my identity shouldn't matter about anything that happened to anyone in the past. My identity shouldn't even be connected to what happened bad to me in my own life, in my own childhood, my own uh, things that I've experienced. My identity should not be attached to that. I have to make a choice. Don't I? I I should choose my identity. So, um, it, it's an interesting journey. Um. Visually, there are some beautiful aspects to it. Music, I liked a lot of the music in it. Um, I wasn't as moved by this as I was Lemonade. Uh, that's my own uh, feelings. Um, you may be more, I think maybe because I don't, the, the philosophical perspective it's coming from is so foreign to me that it's going to be hard for me to be moved by it. But if you love it, then great, awesome. I'm not criticizing it in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying it's philosophical perspective is radically different than my philosophical perspective. Therefore, that greatly impacts my emotional connection to it. I guess I can say I don't have an emotional connection to it. Clearly, it pulled a lot from The Lion King, which I don't, that obviously has no emotional connection to me. And, um, well, there you have it. There is my take um, on Black is King, a film by Beyonce, currently streaming on Disney Plus, the album, um, which is called, in fact, let me go to the album. The album is, I don't want to give you the wrong name, which, so therefore the movie doesn't have any really any uh, new music, um, is Lion King, the Gift Deluxe Edition. Lion King, the Gift Deluxe Edition, that's currently streaming on all streaming services. I'll probably be taking some of the tracks from it and putting it on the currently on Radar playlist, which is on Spotify. You can subscribe to it. And uh, whenever I'm talking about things, it will show up there. And even when I'm not talking about it, if I think you need to hear it, I'll, I'll place it there. All right, I'll stop right there. Thank you for tuning in to the Currently On podcast with our kind of unique way to review Black is King by Beyonce. Share this review with others. May, they may strongly disagree, but I don't think you're going to find a review as unique as mine. And uh, hopefully you appreciate that. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for making us uh, the number three trending podcast on Spotify. We greatly appreciate it. Anything else you can do to help us out? We would, uh, well, we would appreciate that as well. Everyone have a great day. Remember, enjoy life. Go find things to watch, things to do. Enjoy life because it is short.